Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, all you dog-loving peeps out there. Tom Davis here, America's canine educator. Welcome back to the award-winning, top-charting No Bad Dogs podcast. I appreciate you guys so much, No Bad Dog Army. You are the freaking best. There is a, a lot of momentum. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of good stuff happening in our community. Uh, and I can't thank you guys enough for helping me create this community and, and empowering each other and growing with each other and just 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 good vibes. You guys are the best. Uh, let's keep doing that. Uh, you know, I, I'm seeing all the shares and the comments and, and helping each other out on YouTube and on Facebook and on Instagram and all that stuff. You guys are the best. I, I, I'm so proud uh, to be a part of this community um, it's growing and it's just a beautiful thing. So thank you guys. No bad dog army. You're all the best. Obviously we have a new podcast for you today and many more in the future. As always, uh, we're going to talk about some things that probably a lot of you guys are working on with my dog is barking at kids. My dog is pulling on the leash. How do I start recall? How do I do the prong collar? How do I do this? How do I do that? So this is a good episode for anybody out there. Um, I, I learned a lot from it. It was, it was good. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and if you do me a freaking solid favor, guys, uh, leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on and let me know what's going on. That's the way that uh, more people find out about the No Bad Dogs podcast, just so you guys know. So if you're thinking, man, this can help more dog people, well, all you guys got to simply do is just leave a review. It just keeps charting and charting and charting. So anyway, thank you guys. Love you. Let's get into the podcast. So I have a... Uh, a bully mix. Uh, so he's he'll be three this month, and um, I'm trying. I'm struggling with basically a few things as far as like uh, you know the leash reactive, um, mm-hmm. and also I guess maybe being it's more or less just not you know him being confident. He's not a confident dog. So, and, and the anxiousness, and and I, I know it, it, it's stemming from me, from, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just, you know, I, I bought the, I bought the 280C as far as, but I haven't used it because I, that, and that was amazing. It's like, I feel like this would help him. Um, I, I started, you know, using the phone, but I didn't really want to do anything, you know, until I talk to you or to, you know, basically learn how, I'm not sure when to use this okay, or how to use that. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. You know, and um, as far as for him, it's like, you know, I don't know if it's to correct him because it's like, I can use the prong and he still will, it doesn't matter. He could keep pulling and pulling to get to something else, you know, um, sure. to the dog, to the person. And, you know, <clears throat> I just don't, it doesn't break his like. Okay. So, you know, there's a couple of different things with that. So you're working on reactivity. Yes. And insecurity. 
Yeah. And uh, and, and are those two of the biggest things? Yeah. Okay. So what are you doing? To explain to me what you're doing right now with, with the, the training. Um, I mean, really, it's I, I'm just trying to get them more, you know, socialized. To be honest, and that's where it stems from because as him being younger, we de- you know, we lived in Pennsylvania, and <clears throat> I don't know, he just really hasn't gotten as, I don't think, was socialized enough. And so now it's like I'm I'm trying to take it, you know, being out more, and then but also with him being in a like he constantly whines in the vehicle. I mean, you know, I I put blackout like um okay. tape like in the car. It's like uh, yeah, it, it's just it's a, it, I All feel right. like it's Let, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean? yeah, so there's a couple of different things, um, you know, from what you said. So whining in the vehicle doesn't necessarily mean the dog's anxious. That's that's very normal for dogs to do. Um, okay. And then pulling on a prong collar doesn't. When a dog pulls on a prong collar, that doesn't work. It doesn't matter. They could pull on that prong collar from Texas to New York, and it, it's not going to work. You have to initiate the prong collar in order for that to work. So okay. as far, as far as the reactivity goes, why don't you explain to me like what? So you said that the two biggest things were reaction. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about that. What are you doing with the reaction, and what are we reacting to, and how how is this how is this working? As far as like okay, so like a scenario like like what? So even like say when in the yard, should I say because he does it in the yard and he does it on a leash. Okay. Um. So. We were new to North Carolina, and um, you know we do have a, like a a little bit of a fenced in yard. Mm-hmm. They have my neighbors behind us have kids, so um, the first time we met them, the kids all were outside, and literally, if he could have jumped the fence, he would have. Now, do I think he would bite? Um, I don't know. And I don't, would never want to take the chance, so I, I take all precautions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I try to keep him. Um, I do keep him. I'll, I'll put him on a harness if I'm outside, and <clears throat> you know if the kids are out there. But I'm always out there with him. He's never outside by himself. And I don't know. I just um. Okay, so what? Yeah, I try to avoid it more or less. Yeah, I try what... to avoid the kids. Right. What's you didn't say any, what's going on with the kids. You just said that the neighbors come out and you don't um, think he'll bite. Like, what does he do? Um, I, I, like literally like goes to the fence. Like, okay. He sounds and, and looks like he's going to, you know, attack. And that's what they think. That's what they would think. Do you know what I mean? And that's how he looks. <laughs> okay. Barking, you know, literally just to the fence. Okay. So he's going to the, to the fence, barking at the kids. Barking. I mean, yeah, and and like, you know, he doesn't, you know, and I'll try to get him to come over, and he won't come over. Okay, so um, how is your how is your recall with him? How much have you practiced off leash um, recall with with distractions? Not much. Okay, so that's the first problem. So that's okay. what that's what you have to understand. Uh, from this is going to be a template, and yeah, and uh, you know, as you may or may not know, I mean, I. I I spend my mornings doing uh, online consulting and then I go in and I, and then I work with clients and it's always going to be the same template for the most part. Right. So you have a problem. Your problem is, is reactivity, Uh, Mm -hmm. whether it's a barrier, whether it's, it's, it's resource guarding, whether it's react, whatever, whatever it is. Right. The problem is, is 
you're dealing with a behavior that you don't, you want to discourage, but you haven't worked on anything to fix it yet. Right. Right. So you, you, so that's the question really is like, he goes to the fence and you don't want, you want him to come back. So you want him to recall back to you with a higher distraction off leash. Right. So you have two things going for you. Really three. First thing is this recall, which you don't have. Second thing right. is this recall off leash, which is more advanced. Third thing is is recall off leash with a distraction, which is super advanced. You haven't worked on any of those things in order to be successful. So you're not gonna ever, ever, ever in a bazillion years get to a point where that's gonna be discouraged or go away if you mm-hmm. don't spend time working on the recall. Okay. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. Okay, that's going to be a template for our whole conversation because okay. I've done enough of these to, to know that everything that you're going to say to me over the course of the next hour is going to be the same exact template. He does this. How much have you worked on it? I haven't. He does this. Yeah. How long have you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's. Yeah, exactly. So let's. I, mean, t- I just feel like I'm, I, I just, I felt like, you know, I just, it's like sometimes it's like, you know, like I watch your videos and like, I'm like, dude, this is like king. You know what I mean? It's, and, the, and the person's me. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's and everybody like, all the time. You know, it's like, damn it, dude. And then I'm like, you know, uh, yeah. So I get what you're saying. And, and it's, and it's like, you know, I, I feel like I've, I'm failing as a shitty dog mom, you know? And, right. You know, I, I'm, and I'm, I don't want to be that. And, and yep. I would never want that. You right. Know? Yeah. So let's talk about how to get better. Um, and again, exactly. That's what I was saying is every, I'm not even kidding you. Like (laughs) seriously, like I would say, let's say we did a a thousand dogs a month just to, Uh just to have fun. I would say 990 of them is, is the same template of what you're just saying. That's why you just said, everyone says that, man, I saw that person. I'm that person. That's my dog or they, you know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's the same template. And that's why I'm trying to cruise through this to, I understand. It's like I, 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 like I said, I do this enough to know that you're trying to get your dog to do things that you want him to do, but you've never worked on those things, and it's causing frustration. So to me, yeah. it's a, it's an absolutely perfect scenario that makes 100% sense to me. There's absolutely no reason for your dog not to do these things. None. Right. Zip. Right. Zero. So let's talk about the things we could do to get better. So. Okay. I'm going to break it down into those three steps that I was just talking about. So there's going to be recall is the biggest thing because there's other things that we're going to be talking about, about potentially correcting the behavior for reaction and things like that. But I want to talk about recall because that's the biggest thing, right? He comes out to the yard, he sees the kids, he goes to the fence, he barks. Obviously you don't want him to bark, but at the same time, you know, he, he, he may not, he may not like kids or he, he may have this right. possession yeah. thing, who knows. But so the first thing you need to do is work on recall. Now, when you're developing recall, there's like the fundamentals, right? So uh, what I like to do is get a long line, like a 15 or 20 foot long line. Mm-hmm. And I do this inside in a garage um, backyard where there's not too much going on, but minimal distraction. And what you're going to do is you're going to say the dog, you say his name is King. Mm-hmm. So you're going to say, yeah. King, come. And if he doesn't, you're going to give him a little pressure. Now, I would recommend maybe a martingale or a flat collar. Or I'm sorry, a martingale. You could use a flat collar, um, a slip collar. I wouldn't necessarily be using a prong collar. 
for okay. uh, recall just because if he's on a long line and you step on it on accident, it'll correct him um, unfairly. And you don't want to do that. Um, gotcha. and, and same thing with the harness. The harness isn't going to do anything. If you pulled on him on a harness, he's just going to get annoyed, like stop. So, so what you're going to do is you're going to let him out. You're going to say his name. You're going to say, King, come. If he doesn't, you're going to give him a little pressure. Now, when he comes to you, you're going to walk backwards, kind of crouch over and say, good, come. And then when he gets to you, you're going to pay him with, with something, whatever he likes. I don't care what it is, right. a toy, cheese, chicken, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're going to say, good, come. And then you're going to release him. So your release command needs to be like break or free or something. Yeah. But, but you need to let him know, okay, thank you very much. Now go off. Now, what you don't want to do is what a lot of people do is they two thing two big mistakes people make when they're doing recall. Actually, there's a lot more than that, but two big ones is putting the dog in a sit stay and then recalling them. That's absolutely like not even close to being the same thing as a realistic recall. If he's in a sit stay and he's staring at you and you call him, it has nothing to do with your actual recall. So don't do that. The other big okay. mistake people make is they they become very stagnant. He's out on the long line. You say King, come. You got to remember like. His nose is down, he's a dog, he's sniffing all these things, he's stimulated, he's excited, and you say his name and you tell him to come and you just stand there. After he looks at you, you don't do anything, you don't say anything, you don't move, you don't animate. So you really need to make sure that like you're moving backwards to draw him into you like a target. Okay. So don't just stand there with your hands in your pockets and just wait for him to come because that's not gonna happen. He doesn't he doesn't even know recall the slightest right now at that at that time you know so don't expect him to just turn around and zip right to you and sit in front of you and look at your eyes and say okay now what <laughs> you know gotcha. so so again like giving him that little bit of pressure if he doesn't and sometimes you might have to pop him a couple times say hey 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 let's go let's go and you're just you're just giving him a little bit of pressure you're not correcting him um that's why i'm saying like i wouldn't use a prong i would just use something that gives him a little bit of pressure but enough mm -hmm. to get his attention not a harness because okay. the harness isn't going to do anything flat collar may not do anything but a martingale or a slip collar will be enough pressure yeah. to get him to, to, to turn around. So, now, do I do I do that like now? Like every time I'm doing, every time he comes back, do I you know make sure I do I treat him every? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do I reward him every time he comes back? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you you okay. are gonna you are gonna reward him. Um, you but I I know what your question is, and I, and I'm I'm playing devil's advocate yeah. here. You are gonna reward him, but I think the real question is that you're asking is is do you always give him food? Because to me, yeah. a reward is Good come. That's a reward. Yeah. That's enough. Okay. Um, so you don't you don't always have to, no. Um, start it off, maybe mix it up. Yeah, mix it up. And it really just depends on the dog too, because you know, I've ha I have dogs that are obsessed with food and then once you pay them once with food, they don't leave your side and then the, the, the exercise is kinda over. So Okay. Yeah, it's a good question though. Um, but just make sure you're verbally paying him. Again, like Walking backwards, good come, good come. Just walking backwards, kind of verbally reeling him in, you know, like a fish on a line. You're just exactly. reeling him in, just cranking that in and just getting him towards you. Um, and, and what that does is it, it does two things. is It makes yourself a target so he knows where he needs to go, but it also gets his attention away from everything else because if you're standing still like everything else in the, in, in the environment, he's not going to really want to come to you. It's not that fun. Right, right. So pay him a couple, you know, just intermittently. You, you decide what, what, when he okay. gets paid and when he doesn't. And then you give him Got a break. It. Now you're going to do this three or four times within 15 to 20 minutes. And, and then you're going to do it again later that day. And you're just going to keep doing that. And basically what you're going to do is what I call the three Ds, which is going to be distance, distraction, and duration. So distance, distraction, and duration. All three of those things are going to get bigger, badder, longer, etc. Um, so... 
the, the distance away from you, uh, the duration of like how long you incrementally do the recalls uh, independently, um, and then the distractions of what's going on. All those things will get different. But the next step is, is, is continuing to do that with more distractions and kind of copy and pasting that into different environments. Um, so there's two things here. Is he's gotta, he's, you have to exercise this recall a lot before you try to implement it into a, into a, a distracted environment. So even if you do it in your basement or your hallway or your garage, when you go outside, it's a completely different ball game. Right. I mean, in theory, once your dog is well-trained off leash, um, to, to a really good standard, then you can pretty much copy and paste your training anywhere, but you got to realize like you're step, you're doing stepping stones right now. You're just, yeah. de- you're just developing these skills. And I know what you're thinking, uh, because I, you know, I'm a dog owner myself and I'm a, I'm a client of services and things like that. Like, Hey man, why, why can't I just, you know, stop him from going after the kids at the fence? It's not, it's not like that, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I can just turn that off for you and say, okay, like, like some sort of like cable company, like, all right, what else do you want on? Right. You want this? Flip all the, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flip all these switches on for you. You want HBO showtime? Okay. I'll flip those on for you quick. It's not that easy. Yeah. You, you have to realize that he's an animal and, and when he gets out off that leash, you have to, and that's why we teach dogs behaviors that just like we teach human beings like we were when we were kids and just like we teach kids nowadays it's we're teaching them certain things and and structure and discipline and boundaries and consequences and all these things it's not really because well who cares what a four-year-old does or flips me off or or talks back who cares but we gotta you know obviously we're gonna correct that behavior and and teach teach that that's not okay for future Right, we don't want that yeah. kid to develop like this and end up into the system and yada 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 yada. Right, so yeah. so my point is is um, again, it, it, I I wish I could just say oh just you know do this Harry Potter spell and, and he'll stop. You have to realize like, and and that's what yeah, it's work. I yeah, it's know. a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And, and and once you start developing the work, you'll have more leverage. So as you continue to copy and paste these things into different environments, you will get better. King will get better, etc. But it's not fair to go outside and say, hey, I don't want you to do this, King. But then at the same time, it's like, well, what else is he supposed to do? Like, if you translate it to human psychology and you're just, you know, if, if cops pulled people over for wearing a green shirt and putting them in jail, it's like, well, nobody told me green shirts were illegal. How am I supposed to know it's not okay? Right. right? Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of, you know, it's, I'm just trying to make a point here. It's kind of yeah, similar. No. Like when he goes yeah. out to the end of that leash or that, that, that yard or in the fence and he's barking and you're saying... You're clapping and hooting and hollering and and you know making all these noises and grabbing them and yelling at them and he right. he doesn't know what the hell you're talking about because you haven't worked on it. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And it's like, you know, I, I think it's just because it's like, you know, you see, you you know, it's like I see so many different, you know, it's like I I look and try to find, you know, you know, like different, I guess opinions on different things or, or for you know dog training wise sure. and i feel like you know just there's some there's some you can see and you're like all right maybe that's just not how i would think it and so it's like that's why you know i was like okay once i've seen you i've been watching a lot of your videos and and it's like right okay it's like i could you know it's like i relate i, I like the way you explain things it's like you know the Thank scenarios you. you throw out you know what i mean i do and yeah. i think i've just been stuck you know what i mean i feel like i've just been stuck right just dealing with just you know 
just dealing with yeah. it. And, and then, you know, trying to find, a, you know, trying to find a start, I think, you know, and yeah, so here yeah. it is. Exactly. That's right. And that's, that's what I, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a dog owner uh, and a dog lover way before I became a yeah. professional and I got into this industry, not knowing that there's political sides and you have to do this and you have to do that and the left and the right and blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, like yeah. all that, all, you know, that's, that's frustrating for me. You know, right. it's, it's frustrating for dog owners because of course they're just trying to fix their dog and you got these people saying this and these people saying that. And it's like, yeah. Hey guys, like, come on, just, just, you know, d train how yeah. you want to train but don't tell everybody this is the exact That's way wrong. exactly exactly right. it's 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 a mess um which is why i call myself an educator as much as i can and not a trainer because i don't really like to be i'm not in that i try to I try, you know i try to make yeah. content and funny videos and, and relatable stuff and that's the way i teach i'm like hey your dog owner, look, here's the problem. Your dog is barking at the end of the leash or barking at the fence at the kids. And instead of trying to figure out, well, uh, the, the kids are coming out and they smell like popsicles. And so that's why the right. dog, it's like, no, <laughs> let's just talk about, okay, well, how, how do we, how do we get better at this? And the reality is, is again, well, King's at the end of the, at the end of the fence, barking at the kids and you don't want them to. Well, you can't, again, you can't just you know, okay, let's throw a can at him. Let's shake a can. Let's make a loud noise. Let's do that. Why don't we just teach him how to come back? And then we'll worry about how he feels about the kids. You know, it's really about obedience first and, and building that relationship. And I find that, you know, and it's you and, and, and a lot of other people are like, man, that, that just makes sense. And that's the way I like to train and, and distribute my content and try to make it digestible yeah. for everybody. So it does. It's just so relatable. And it, that's why I say like, just when I see, you know, when I watch you with certain dogs, it's like, you know, I'm like, Jesus. Like, I felt like I'm in that scenario. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. and it was like, and, and, and seeing also, too, like, let me ask you this. Say, you know, I don't never take chances of with him, you know, with, um, like, as far as with people-wise. Because, <clears throat> I mean, I don't want to say take chances. Um, he, he likes to be, you know... I, there are certain people that's come to our house and he's been okay with. Now my, at my son came in, um, and great. He's 28 and he's six foot and he just did not care for him. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to care for him, but, um, he was fine for a second. And then all of a sudden he jumped up and, you know, like more or less like lunged at him. And, you know, I had him, I did have him a leash hooked to him, you know, I wasn't pulling it, but, um, I don't know. I, I just think that, I, I don't know. I, I just get worried. I think as far as with him being really protective of me or not sure. only protective, but, um, if it's my, myself, my, my, me being so unsure, you know, I try to be positive, like thinking, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's, I just, ramble on and start talking more things at once and i think i just need to work on one thing at a time yes you <clears> know <throat> what i mean it, yep. it, 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 and that's what it is <laughs> exactly exactly and that's that's something and i that's would where i can build from exactly <laughs> i would encourage you to do that i really really would because it's it's important for you to understand that there's you just like to me it's like Layers. It's like a like like Shrek says to Donkey. Like onion. <laughs> exactly. That's the way I look at yeah. like these type of things. Is like, unless you're dealing with like this genetical, problematic, you know, neurological issue, which mm -hmm. is rare. 
You know, unless right. you're dealing with something like that, the reality is, is it's, it's a project. So you it say, is. okay, my dog has X, Y, and Z. And to be honest with you, like I said in the beginning, is every, every single X, Y, and Z for most people is mm -hmm. going to, to get better with the template I just gave you. Your dog, okay. my dog pulls me and drags me in the leash. How well is your heel? Well, I didn't, I haven't taught him how to walk nice. Bingo. You know, right. my dog doesn't come back. How long have you worked on recall? I haven't. Ding. You know, so it just kind of, it's just such a big template for people to understand that. I think what happens is, is people get dogs and they just kind of, and I hear this often, and this is something, you know, within, within the, I think the dog community, that's, it gets very uh, frustrating for us to hear is like, my other dog, my past dog, my neighbor's dog, blah, blah, blah. It's like it doesn't matter what any other freaking dog you had does or did. That This isn't that dog. That's just like saying, right. well, you know, my, I, you, you have two kids. It's like, well, Anthony yeah. was never like Timmy. And yeah. it's like, well, it doesn't matter. You have Timmy. So don't worry about that. You know, it's like yeah. two, two different things. So what I would suggest for you is to, again, like, and it kind of, I just put a video out on YouTube about, um, and I, I, this is something often is having, you know, it's like beating a dead horse, but I can't put the content out enough because people really still need help with it is like, when you have a dog that is only reactive with you, then that means that it's you're, you're me. exactly. It's you for sure. Yeah. Your relationship for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I that, get it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And so you, you have to, you have to realize that if a dog is reacting to other people, like if your dog is reacting to other people and going after other people and barking at other dogs with you on the leash, but with nobody else or without you, then that means your dog is vulnerable with you. Your dog is insecure with you. Your dog feels nervous with you. Your dog feels protected with you. Your dog takes on all the, it's kind of like a big brother. Like, right. you know, you're walking down the street, your little brother's behind you, your big brother's in front. They're not really together. But then all of a sudden somebody's picking on the little brother. Well, now you feel obligated to go and stick up for them and protect them. That's pretty much what your dog's like is your dog feels yeah. obligated uh, and, and feels accountable to, to ward anything off. You know, whether it's kids at the fence, don't come on my property because I think that, you know, I, my parents or my owner or my handler can't handle anything. And right. same thing on the leash. You go out, you see another person. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Please, please, please. She doesn't know what she's doing. Same thing with dogs, et cetera, et cetera. The, the list goes on. Right. The same thing in the car. Same thing at the beach. Same thing camping. Everywhere you go, your dog is going to be reactive to people because your dog feels like they need to protect you. And that, again, it's not ding, you know, ring, ring, ring. Hey, Tom, my dog's protective. How do I shut this off? Well, figure yeah. out, first of all, your dog is protective because your relationship makes your dog feel that way. So yeah. it's the same thing, you know, like, it, you know, if I was walking with, with my little brother down the road and my little brother is a six-time world champion, black belt, Mai Tai MMA fighter, I'm not going to worry about him, right? He's good, <laughs> you know, but like, that's my point is your, your dog is like, oh man, I must protect my, my, my owner and, or there's some dogs that certainly 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 just get a rise okay so the other side to that is out of protectiveness would be my dog reacts to things because they can we're not doing anything about it because that's right. the next that's the next thing i wanted to talk to you about was so let's say let, let's split the split hairs here and say sure recalls one thing right so mm -hmm. um so so anyway so when, once you go through the like those three steps of recall 
the reality is, is once your dog is fully off leash, in my opinion, and I've made a video about this too recently on my, my YouTube channel about, in my opinion, it's kind of like communicating with somebody. Like if you're in North Carolina, I'm in New York, we're talking right now over the phone, right? Mm-hmm. And that is a very efficient, effective, easy process. And c- using wireless communication, in my opinion, is, is what we're doing, right? I could yeah. send you an email and have this conversation. I could send you, I could put in, put a letter in an owl and send it to you and, you know, whatever. <laughs> but the point is, mm-hmm. is like, for me, realistically, because of all the dogs that I've worked with and all the tools that are in my toolbox personally, because I, I don't like to limit myself to anything, right. I have found that the remote collar has been the best way to communicate. And I've, I've, I've put a remote collar on, a, on six-month-old puppies, and they've been completely off-leash just by the, the, the little sensation that it provides without correcting or aversively uh, giving the dog a punishment. It's just a little sensation, so they know to come back to me. It's basically like a beacon, like somebody pages you. It's like, like, it's like, it's like a pager. Um, right. But again, like you have to realize that even if you do these, my point is this, realistically, even if you do these steps, right, and you mm-hmm. do the long line, and, and then you get the long line out, and you do distractions, the reality is, is unless you switch to something that goes completely off-leash, you're going to have to keep that collar and that, that long line set up on your dog to do the recall on the fence because there's going to come a time where your dog's like, I know what you said, but <laughs> these kids need to go. And then that's where your e-collar um, abilities need to come in with the spectrum between 0 to 130 to be able to communicate with your dog in some way to, to recall your dog back. And, and it just it's effective, it's efficient, it's humane, it's quicker um, it, it doesn't give your dog the leverage to say, screw you and flip you off. I'm not coming back. Make me. Right. It's yeah. like, no, Hey, I can touch you from here too. So it's kind of like the big brother that's watching. And, and, and so that, that would be like the end of, of the, of the training program as far as recall right. goes, because if I let my dog, which I do, I let my dogs off leash in the, in the woods. Right. And you let's talk, uh-huh. I mean, you want to talk about freaking distractions i mean you get squir- yeah right oh my gosh squirrels rabbits bunnies yeah. dogs you know everything <laughs> so i need to if i'm going to give my dog that off-leash life i would say honestly 10 times out of 10 my dog are, my dogs are going to come back to me off-leash with or without the remote collar right? right but the reality is is there's other dogs who may not because their prey drive is higher like you get a beagle or you get a terrier or something like that. Like I have a shepherd and really she just likes the ball. So if I call her back to me, I'll pay her with a ball. So you get, you, there's going to be certain realities that we have to face as, as human beings controlling an animal off leash. And for me, you know, the reality is, is, is severe uh, consequences if your dog doesn't come back. So I guess my point is, is just understanding that there is going to be a time where the leash and the rope or the long line is, it has its limits. Limit, right. Exactly. And then that's where you, you move to off-leash work. Now, again, you're going to say, oh, great, I'll just do that. But the off-leash, um, the off-leash conditioning and the off-leash teaching and, and all that stuff is another, it's another process. It's another chapter. It's another yeah. thing. You know, it's like, okay, great. We've, we finally have, have gotten to this point where we're here. Mm, this is great. And then it's like, Okay, now you got to go to the next step. Okay. Um, so, so there's. I just want to. I just want to no, be realistic. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, and that's why I say, like, I, 
I from watching, like I said, from watching, you know, your videos, your and like I I, I bought the two eighty C because I felt like you know what I mean. Like there was just certain things that I felt like this is exactly me. Yep. This is exactly him, <laughs> and I felt like okay, this you know when I don't know I, I can't remember one of the videos, but it was like you know there was a dog that was just kept. Uh, there was just no, you know, I guess he wasn't distracted by all, by anything. And I don't know, you were, you were feeding the dog. I don't know. It was the white dog in a, in a kennel. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. You know what I mean? And, and I was just like, well, damn. I, anyway, so regardless of, I, I, I bought it, but I just never used it on him. I didn't want to do anything because I just, I, I'm not, un, I, I'm unsure. And I, and I didn't want to put it on. So I didn't want to use it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So. It's here. I got it, and and you know when I'm ready, you know when we're able to finish up the, you know what when we're when we're at the end of the rope more or less, then maybe you know we'll I'll learn how to use that with yeah. him. Yeah, and I think you know the e collar is <clears throat> to me the e collar is the cream of the crop. The e collar is is the e collar to me and to, to my clients is a privilege. You know the e collar is one of those things like we've graduated to the remote collar, which is kind of yeah. like the last step in training. Unless you're using it, because so there's two there's two things, there's two ways that I talk about the remote collar for basic pet stuff, right? So people, uh -huh. you know, dog owners like yourself. And one of those things is, is long-term, sustainable, off-leash control and the dog understanding what the remote collar is. And that usually takes about a week of conditioning and then, you know, you're, you're in, you're in. Um, and then there's the, what I call, um, the crash course, or, um, there's an intervention type of training that I do with collars, with the remote collars. And that's what you saw with that dog. Uh, Jeffrey is his name. He's a, the white German shepherd on my YouTube channel. And, um, that, that was an intervention. So basically what okay. I did is I put the 280C on and it has a vibrate. So the vibrate is, is, is literally exactly what I just said in plain English. It, all it does is it vibrates, um, like your cell phone. Mm -hmm. And usually dogs respond really well to it. So it is an aversive. They don't like it. They want to shut it off. Um, it discourages behavior. It disrupts behavior. It allows you to get through to them. That's exactly what I did with that particular dog. He was nasty at me. He's coming at me. He's being really, you know, resource guarding his kennel. And then I just used, and then he backed up and I was able to, 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 to work with him. So, right. so with you, um, I would be looking at the remote collar, like most people, like like 97% of my clients use it as a, as just an off-leash tool. So okay. it's the ability to distribute information completely wirelessly. So it, it is an advantage. It is a skill yeah. that, that not a lot of dog handlers and trainers do. Um, you know, so, so some, some people are afraid of it. You know, they're like, oh, I can't, you know, cause, cause they look, it's, it's unfortunate, but a lot of people. Uh, who don't know what they are. Same thing with the prong collar. I've never had one person in my entire career uh, not like the prong collar or the remote collar if introduced the way that it's in intended it's to. It's supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so just just remember that that um, you know when you when you talk about the e collar, it should be one of those things that y you're finally ready to graduate to. I don't want it to be a last resort for you guys because it's not that. It's it's no, an, yeah, it's an advanced yeah. tool. I definitely think like that, you know what I mean? Like I, I look at it as, you know, it's something that would help. And, 
you know, a positive thing more or less, you know, nothing negative. Absolutely. So, you know, so that's down the road. But I, like I said, yep. I would spend the next couple of weeks working on your, your recall stages. And then when you get into e-collar stuff, I mean, maybe we can have another conversation and, yes. or, and, or, um, you know, I, I put content on my YouTube channel for people like yourself who's going to, they're going to yeah. say, Hey, I'm going to do this with, with or without somebody. Well, I'm going to, you know, at least I have content on there that you can, you can actually walk step by step through. And, um, and there's a lot of other stuff out there too, that can help you. But, uh, so we'll cross that bridge now, at that time. Yeah, go ahead. Now, now, now with the recall, you know, because really I'm the only one that, you know, it's just now it's just my husband and I here. So I mean, should he ever do, like, should he be the one to do the recalling too? You know what I mean? I do. Because he really, I mean, he really doesn't, you know, he's really not the dog person. I'm, I'm the one that takes the dogs out, but you know what I mean? Like, to take care of them. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. He, I mean, like, I got the dog because my husband, he, he worked out, He you know, he had worked out of town for, gosh, mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. And... And then, you know, he, he's just really been home within the last, um, maybe eight months. So, you know, and like I said, he doesn't really, you know, I mean, he'll play with the dolls and stuff like that, but he, uh, you know, so I, I just didn't know, you know, should I mm -hmm. just have him in, into the recalling and the leash work too, doing that? Um, or should I just hey, do one of them? Yeah, the it's, 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 it's up, it's that's up to it you. Um, it's, okay. it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it's like parenting. Like if they're not going to do it right and they're not going to follow through and say the right things and, and yeah. so on and so yeah. forth, then that's completely entirely up to you. But the reality is, is it's, it's much like parenting. So, okay. you know, the e-collar is, it's, it's a paintbrush. It's a skill set. It's, it's nothing. I mean, yeah, it has this universal consistency because it's technology, which is nice. But you just have to remember that anything that you do with it, like he, they got to know how to use it. I mean, that's the difference between um, proper remote collar training and and people looking at it as a, as 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 you know a shot collar or something. So, right. um, that's entirely up to you guys. Uh, okay. You know, if the question is is hey, my husband um, isn't really a dog person, but kind of hangs out with him sometimes. Should he use the e collar? Well, that's up to you and him to make sure that he takes it seriously because it's a very powerful tool, right? Right. Uh, and making sure that he cares because if, if you hand the remote collar to somebody who really doesn't care, you got to remember that, you know, there's an animal at the other end of that yeah. collar that has emotions and, uh, you it, know, all it, it, it's, you're affecting them. So hundred percent. Yeah. It's not, it's not yeah. just a experiment and kind really. of a thing. So, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you have to, that's really a question between you, you guys. Gotcha. I understand. Yeah. Well, so what, you know, um, maybe I'll give it, how long do you think that I should work, I guess, for the recall for, and then before we do our next session? Um, well, uh, the, the, the recall is, is something that it, it you know, it, it really just depends on you. I mean, it really does yeah. like, you know, if you're like, Hey, how long is it going to take me to, uh, to work with my dog with recall? Again, it kind of is dependent on how much time you spend See on it. How much? Right. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with like, there's no protocol of like the recall takes three weeks or two sessions. I mean, the recall, yeah, yeah the recall is something that uh, just like any other training that we do, doesn't matter if it's weightlifting or running or dog training is, it's all predicated off of how much time you, you put into it. Right. So I guess maybe what, so 
so what I'll do is, you know, I'll, you know, I'm going to start the working with him and then I'm going to say maybe within like the, I don't know, even if it's, but you know, I'm going to give it maybe two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Back, you... And then maybe like, you know, just like an update and see where we're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Say, yeah. And, and I think, uh, I think the other thing that I would say is, is like, for a good example, I would say, um, once your dog is responsive, I mean, really is the answer. Like you have to think, um, how, how much, how, how responsive is your dog, uh, to the training? That's when right. you kind of move up. Like once okay. you've passed these, you, these, these things and, and you've done good and things like that, that's when you, that's when you can move up to, um, to other things. To another level, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> to a different level. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got to graduate. You can't. You you don't yeah. go at your pace. You go at the dog's pace. Now, and also, I mean, like, how often do you do the, uh, you know, the inboard training? Inboard training, uh, like like um, uh, boarding training. Yes, boarding. Yes, I'm sorry. How often? Like, how many times a day do the dogs get trained? Well, I guess I guess how how like. You know, are, do you got like? Is there like a waiting list? Yes, or? there's a waiting list. Usually about three months. Okay. Okay. Um, because you know, I don't know. Like that. That was like a. Sure. That's another thing that I could possibly be looking to do if I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm totally. Strong. I think you know. You know the other thing. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm with you 100. percent Um, that's something that we could do. Just remember that. Um. I find that we have a we have an out of state program, uh, which oh. is which is very popular. We do about three of those a week, and uh, which is basically people coming from out of state to work with me specifically. Um, oh. I, I personally think that I, I try to lean unless you have to do a board and train. I lean people towards that program. Um, it's a it's a three day or two and a half day um, kind of crash course with me, hands on. Oh. Um, it's kind of like a seminar, but it's only like three or four dogs, and we work in a crate rotation thing. And, and, and I guess my point is, is everything that you've told me so far, just like a lot of the clients that you see me work with is going to stem from your relationship with the dog. So yeah. if your dog is reactive on the leash and doesn't listen to you and doesn't respond, like, yeah, we're going to be able to teach them everything. But the reality is, and like most board and train programs is we're going to spend an hour and change with you to go home when really we need to spend days with you to really teach you what you're doing with your dog because... Uh, honestly, nine times out of 10 or, or sometimes more, when dogs come in, my dog's barking, pulling, whatever it is, these basic behaviors, us trainers, we're done with that in two or three days. We just, then right. we just keep, you know, developing it in different environments, of course, which is important. But yeah, I personally would, would lean more towards um, working with me specifically to develop um. a better relationship with your dog because um, that's really what you need. It's, it's a popular yeah. program. Um, people get a and lot how, out of it. And, and how, how does that, I guess I do, I, you, I know you said it's like two, you know, two, three days. Yeah. So, and, and that doesn't have the wait list that our board and train does because people are, are more gravitating towards the board and train. But, um, so basically what, what, what it is, is it's called a weekend with Tom Davis, me. Yeah. And so we do it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And so it's, it's nine to like four on Thursday, nine to five on Friday and nine to 12, I think on Saturday. 
And so when you come in uh, the first day, like on Thursday, for an example, we spend an hour with each dog. So we do three to four hours, depending on if there's three or four dogs. And then we start getting them out with an incremental training session. So 15 to 20 minute training sessions, because that's all they need. You don't want to overdo it. Um, and so when you, when you come out and you work with your dog, two things is when I do these, so we, we used to do it where I would do, I would do an out of state training session. One, two, three break one, two, three break. But the problem I was telling Taylor, my manager, I was saying, look, I, I'm saying the same thing every single second to every single dog that's coming in here. So what we did is we transferred it to more of like when your dog is, when King is away, we have another dog out and we're all working on similar, sometimes not similar related things. And so you guys have an opportunity to take in information from other people and from other scenarios too. So it's really like a, like I said, it's more of like a seminar like a based thing. Of everybody learning. Exactly. Like exactly. And, and we do that over the course of really you're spending 15 hours with me instead of five. And okay. so that's, that's how that program works. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's more efficient with my time. Uh, and I find it to be more effective because the other reason why we really turned it into kind of this, this seminar open group concept is because a lot of the out of state dogs that come in also need other dog distractions. So yes. on, on Saturday, what we do is we spend all day together together. So everybody has their dog out and we work on everything that we need to do in like a group setting. So oh. that's the way that we do it. Um, it's a, like I said, it's a very popular program. We've been doing, we've been doing three out of states every single week while I'm in the state, not traveling for the last two years. And it's been sold out every, every week. So that doesn't yep. have a long wait list because Taylor's pretty good about keeping that ball rolling with boarding trains. We right now, because we're in our, we're in, we're waiting for our new facility right now. We can only take like five or six boarding trains at a time. Gotcha. Now, do I, would I talk to, would I need to uh, call? Taylor, uh, yeah, I can. Taylor? Yeah, yeah okay. you just go right on her website and just inquire about the out-of-state program and she'll, 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 she'll get, yeah, she has like okay. a, a, a PDF uh, template she'll send you, but Okay. That's an option. And the other thing I wanted to talk about is just the, um, the prong collar. Uh, so make yeah. sure, uh, you know, that's, that's important for you to make sure that the prong collar does not work if the dog pulls against it. So on the contrary of popular, popular belief, whether you're pro prong collar or you're not, everyone thinks that there are these, I just did a video recently about, <laughs> it's just a fun, good, good, good natured video with me holding a a water balloon and a, a prong collar. And I, I, I did the video because I, there's a lot of countries and there, there's a lot of misinformed people that honestly, a lot of people think that the prong collar is uh, spiky and sharp and jagged and it, it cuts the dog's neck when dogs pull against it. And I know that that sounds like, really? Yeah, really. There's people who actually, who actually think oh, that. Yeah. So I just did this demonstration to just show people. And then there was people, of course, who were like, that's not that that water balloon isn't filled and that truck is oh in neutral my. and it's like away for something won't they? oh my gosh it was so it was hysterical i was i was literally reading the comments just i could cure cancer with a prong collar tomorrow and people are gonna have a problem with it but yeah, anyway matter, so yeah. so i just i did this demonstration so again so like the prong collar doesn't do that the prong collar needs action so they're right. they're, they're not sharp they don't hurt I, I, you know, I can't say that enough, but, uh, the prong collar needs action. It needs a pop. It needs some sort of distribution from you as the handler in order for that to work. And so just remember that, that if he's pulling, again, we're going to go back to the same template of, Hey, if King is reacting to dogs on the leash, 
you have to think like how structured and how well and how good you've worked on the healing process. So that's important, making sure that he knows how to walk loosely and a leash on command. And that's okay. where the prong collar comes in. It's got to be fit properly. It can't be loose. It's got to be the right gauge. And I have, I have a lot of videos on, on my YouTube channel uh, about that. What I would recommend is I have a video, and if you have a pen and paper, I would write this yep. down. It's called, how do I, I think it's called, how do I correct my dog? Or how do I properly correct my dog? And it's the thumbnail is me with a German Shepherd. And I go over the entire process of how the prong collar is initiated, why it was invented, how it works, how to size it, all that stuff. And um, okay. I, I would recommend uh, checking that out because that yeah, because okay. that'll that'll give you a better understanding that a lot of people say that my dog pulls right through the prong collar. They should because it doesn't work like that. It's just a flat collar. It's just a piece of jewelry. If if you if they're pulling against it, you have to do a pop, and you have for to the, yeah for the prong collar to actually work. Okay. All right, and then, um, and you said it'll it'll tell me like a step that as far as the fitting and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like almost like sometimes like like when you know if I have it on and you know you can take the lengths out. It's like I, I get to where it's like in between. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, is it too big or is it too tight? Because if I take one link out, I feel like it's right there. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I, and there's another video I have that's called uh, Everything You Need to Know About the Prong Collar. And that's, uh -huh. a, that's another uh, really, great, um, really great video that I would recommend watching for sure because okay. that'll go over um, a lot of that stuff too. Okay. I just wrote that down too. Okay. Um, so what I, I mean, um, you know, I will get the work in okay. and... I'm also going to inquire about the weekend because I feel like, you know, sure. I would like to have maybe, you know, tell, you know, it's always good to know somebody from the outside looking in. Oh what yeah. I can do better and what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's, it, it's nice. It's a group, it's a group atmosphere too. So it's like, even if somebody is working on the same thing you and King are like, it's different when you're watching somebody and you're not handling your dog, you learn differently too. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.